The Scarlet Ibis by James Hurst It was in the clove of seasons. Summer was dead, but autumn had not yet been born, that the ibis lit in the bleeding tree. The last graveyard flowers were blooming, and their smell drifted across the cotton field and through every room of our house, speaking softly the names of our dead. But sometimes, like right now, as I sit in the cool green-draped parlor, the grindstone begins to turn, and time with all its changes is ground away, and I remember Doodle. It was bad enough having an invalid brother, but having one who possibly was not all there was unbearable, so I began to make plans to kill him by smothering him with a pillow. However, one afternoon as I watched him, my head poked between the iron posts of the foot of the bed. He looked straight at me and grinned. I skipped through the rooms, down the echoing hall, shouting, Mama, he smiled, he's all there, he's all there, and he was. When he crawled, he crawled backward. Crawling backward made him look like a doodle bug, so I began to call him Doodle, and in time even Mama and Daddy thought it was a better name than William Armstrong. At times I was mean to Doodle. One day I took him up to the barn loft and showed him his casket, telling him how we had all believed he would die. Doodle, don't you want to learn to walk? He'd nod his head and I'd say, Well, if you don't keep trying, you'll never learn. Then I'd paint for him a picture of us as old men, white-haired, him with a long white beard and me still pulling him around in the go-kart. This never failed to make him try again. Yes, yes, I cried, and he cried it too, and the grass beneath us was soft and the smell of the swamp was sweet. There wasn't a sound as Doodle walked slowly across the room and sat down at his place at the table. Then Mama began to cry and ran over to him, hugging him and kissing him. Daddy hugged him too. So I went to Aunt Nicey, who was thanks praying in the doorway, and began to waltz her around. We danced together quite well until she came down on my big toe with her brogans, hurting me so badly I thought I was crippled for life. He was looking up into the bleeding tree. It's a great big red bird, he called. The bird croaked loudly again, and Mama and Daddy came out into the yard. Sadly, we all looked back at the bird. A scarlet ibis! How many miles had it traveled to die like this, and in our yard, beneath the bleeding tree? The lightning was near now, and from fear he walked so close behind me, he kept stepping on my heels. The faster I walked, the faster he walked, so I began to run. When the deafening peal of thunder had died, and in the moment before the rain arrived, I heard Doodle, who had fallen behind, cry out, Brother, brother, don't leave me, don't leave me. For a long time, it seemed forever, I lay there crying, sheltering my fallen scarlet ibis from the heresy of rain. <laughs>